Nice. Alright. Um, let's go to Podcast Live. At everyone! We're live! <laughs> <laughs> Come listen to us talk! <laughs> to bullshit about everything. <laughs> Alright. Witness me! Let's get started, because... <laughs> The earlier we're done, the earlier we can play and drink more. Yes, agreed. <laughs> over 30 clad, over 30 clad, over 30 clad, fuck yeah, logging into T-Bank, your face all fucking day, Well, welcome back, everybody. This is 30 and 60, an Over 30 Clan podcast. This is episode 35. Today's date is December 7th, 2018. Welcome back, everybody. I have my hosts, Nubs and Nuclecoog, with me. I, of course, am Black Death. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. So, we got uh, we got a, a really big show. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> you can check us out at over30clan.com, Twitter and Facebook at over30clanusa, Twitch TV slash over30clanusa, SoundCloud.com slash over30clan, search iTunes for over30clan, or check out our blog, Game Reviews, at blog.over30clan.com. So in uh, this episode, we're going to run through the state of the clan and the financial report as we always do. We're going to give you an update on our giveaways. Uh, go through some steals and deals and some of our bigger gaming news and uh, rumors of course are going to be the game awards that just uh, took place the other day uh, we'll talk about uh, some happenings with Epic Games the creators of Fortnite um, what else we got in here uh, the debacle of Fallout 76 and or Battlefield 5. <laughs> this will probably be the polar opposite of the previous podcasts when we were hyping it. <laughs> um, but you listened. Gotcha, yeah. suckers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We got Delray with us, too. I apologize. I, I forgot Delray's What's with up? us to talk to us about uh, Battlefield 5. Uh, and then if we have time at the end, I'll, I'd like to wrap it up with uh, some funny Fallout reviews. Uh, so let's get on with it for the month of November. Uh, we have $493.23 in PayPal, $680.42 in the bank for a total of eleven seventy three sixty five. Those funds include the $225 we have raised so far in this year's holiday fundraising sweepstakes, which you can check out at go.rallyup.com slash over30clan2018. This is a fundraiser that we hold. Uh, this is our second annual one uh, to raise uh, operating revenue for the year, and um, half of the proceeds 
that we generate from that get donated back to anyone who entered the sweepstakes. So that $225, basically, uh, uh, at least $100 of that gets given back away in uh, the form of gift cards of some sort. But uh, all the details are on that URL I mentioned before. It's go.rallyup.com slash over30clan2018. We had no bills paid in November. Our giveaways for November, I've done the Wheel of Giveaways. So what we did is uh, I have a big pool of game keys that I can't get rid of fast enough. So uh, I created the Wheel of Giveaways and every other day uh, for the month of November and continuing all throughout December, uh, we will spin the wheel for anybody who enters and then spin the wheel again to see what their prize is from all the available keys I have in my pool. And um, I did not have time to do today's, so so uh, maybe I'll uh, get that set up while some of you other folks are talking, and we can do that one live. But uh, winners to date, uh, we have one of them here, uh, Nubs, <laughs> a.k.a. Mary one, uh, a.k.a. Not Punny, and then Evil Maxi one, Pepper one, Noofy one, Sights Are Hot, Nighthawk, Delray, Delray one, one, two as well, Trios, AJ, uh, Pono, and GSP. Those are all of our winners so far. Uh, you have to be a member to enter. Uh, just check out the announcement section on our website, over30clan.com, and you will see the pinned topic in there for our Wheel of Giveaways. Rigged. <laughs> it is not rigged. It is all random. <laughs> I take rigged. I, I record I every spin. Anything <laughs> I don't win, I was cheated. <laughs> Sour grapes. Yeah. I mean, Delray won, so you know it's not rigged. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> fake news. Uh, it's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. <laughs> so our steals and deals for the month, it's kind of slim pickings. I was kind of disappointed for December and the holidays coming. Uh, your games with gold options are, I don't know how to pronounce this, QB, Q Kobe, Q Q-U-B-E-2. I've never heard of this game uh, on Xbox Cubert? One. No. Kubert? Available uh, December 1st to the 30th, Never Alone. Uh, in the later part of December, uh, the 16th to January 15th. Race the Sun from November 16th to December 15th. And then the only notable one in here, Dragon Age 2. Uh, you get that with Games for Gold this month. Uh, available December 1st through the 15th. And uh, lastly, Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. That's available the second half of December, the 16th through the 31st. Our PlayStation Plus games, if you are a member of PlayStation Plus, your lineup is even slimmer pickings. <laughs> you get uh, Steriden, Steriden, I've never heard of these games, S-T-E-R-E-D-E-N-N, -E -E uh, then Steingate, Econoclasts, I've heard of. That's on the Vita, but it also cross-plays with the PS4. Uh, Papers, Please, I've heard of that game, but that's only for the PS Vita. They're not even giving that away for uh, the console. And all those titles are available from December 4th to January 1st. And the only no big notable one, I thought, for PlayStation Plus is they're giving, uh, they have a Warframe giveaway. So you may want to listen up, Nuke, if you want to start playing Warframe on PlayStation now. 
Warframe players uh, uh, get, let me see here, you get an extra set of resources, Digital Extremes dev team has you covered, Warframe booster pack has a little bit of everything, includes 100 platinum, 100,000 credits, uh, Quanta, which is a Corpus laser rifle, Quanta Obsidian Skin, 7-day Affinity Booster, and 7-day Credit Booster. That's all free if you're a PS Plus member and play Warframe, which is still a free-to-play game, right, Nuke? Oh, yeah. Okay, that will be available now until the 15th of January. Uh, for our PC brethren, uh, I picked four out of the laundry list of uh, titles on Steam Specials, the ones that I thought stood out the most. Northgard right now is on sale, fifty percent off for fourteen ninety nine. Elder Scrolls Online, fifty percent off for nine ninety nine. Killing Floor Two, which also has a Christmas uh, bonus Easy. thing change that I just saw today, it's sixty seven percent off uh, for nine ninety. And then uh, I should get the MLG Airhorn ready because I know Ashman loves Pillars of Eternity. It's 40% off. <laughs> $17.99 right now. <laughs> uh, upcoming clan events and announcements. So, if uh, you've been living with the Smurfs under a mushroom, uh, you would have known that we have a Secret Santa, which is now live. Uh, yep. Which us quick details and rundown of that, Mary, please. All right. Well, um, everyone has signed up. That's all closed now. So what we're doing now is I will be sending out uh, message uh, everyone's secret Santa out tomorrow. We have, I believe, seventeen uh, live participants. So that'll be great. Um, and what we're using is the Amazon wish list thing to be able to everyone go and take a look to see what their particular target for Secret Santa is, and then choose a gift in there and send it to them and be all nice and happy, happy. And it's going to, so far, uh, things are going very, very smoothly. So it's great. Fantastic. And me as the Secret Santa elf <laughs> distributing these things is like very, very thankful for that. <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking the time to... Elf on the shelf. <laughs> I'm more like a troll elf if you anyone noticed my avatar change. Right yeah, she now. sent me these creepy photos. I'm like, that doesn't look like an elf. And then she <laughs> went on like a 20 minute description of the history of these elves. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> this woman Norwegian doesn't know? Elf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Swedish elf. Very creepy indeed. <laughs> it's a cross between. Um, Norwegian gnome elf and a troll. So that's what I'm going for with that. <laughs> um, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, we have the, the holiday fundraiser, which I mentioned earlier. It is the, uh, that the Secret Santa is closed to members only. Uh, the fundraiser is open to the public. So anyone can join that. Uh, you win the prizes, like I mentioned before. Essentially, 50% of those proceeds get uh, dished back out in prizes. So it's sort of like a 50-50. Uh, you can check that out in our announcement section on our website. Or, like I mentioned before, go to go.rallyup.com slash over30clan2018. Uh, we are going to be kicking off the Forza series for all you race fans in January. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. There is no uh, exact date. 
Uh, it's tentative in January. I have to fly out of the country in January for work, so... What? Yep, ex expect uh, to be... I have to go to Ireland for work. Uh, so I'll be uh, sampling Guinness and Jameson. That's going to say he's going to get drunk. <laughs> Exiled. Hi, <laughs> <I> Bigora. <laughs> and you won't be able to catch up either, or keep up. No, I, I think I think I'm gonna give those people in Ireland a run for the money. I'll be finding the pot of gold, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Forza race uh, probably the third or last week of January. Expect more details on that soon. And then I wanted to make the announcement that probably around the same time, near the end of January, we will may close the registrations uh, for our community. And that's simply for the fact there's no way to get the site upgraded like I've been trying to do for the last year <laughs> while we're processing uh, so many new applicants. And it's just been uh, off the charts lately with uh, the number of people, which I, I skipped over that part in the beginning. Um, so for November, we had 97 people registered, which is a record. We had 45 apply, 19 were PC, 7 were Xbox, and 19 were PlayStation. In one day, we had 16 in, in one day sign up. So. I remember that day. <laughs> so, yes, um, chances are I may shut down new signups uh, near the February time frame so I can get the website updated. And um, some of you may be asking what all the money we're saving up is for, and it's for development costs of all these changes that are about to take place. Because don't you worry about it. That's what it costs. That's what it's for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that and I also like to be well prepared and have a nest egg. So the the amount of money that's in there now is about three years worth of our operating costs, which is um, I like to be at least one and a half times that. Um, so we're we're double that, but I do have some expected uh, expenses to come up when we redesign the website, and then hopefully that'll make everyone's life easier and processing the applications. And fingers crossed, it'll be a little more automated. And uh, I've talked about that before, so fingers crossed that we can get that done in February. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us some time to do it all. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And so, of course, I will uh, post announcements uh, when that time gets uh, nigh. Mm -hmm. So, and to our main topics, we have uh, our game and news. Uh, let's talk about the Game Awards 2018 that took place, what, yesterday, Nuke? Or day yes, before? Yes, last night. And, and Nuke uh, binge-watched the whole thing. And, uh, I wouldn't say binge watching. I, I was watching it on stream while I was fishing in Red Dead. <laughs> oh, that's right. Nuke's going to give us a, a report on Red Dead uh, online. I forgot to mention that. So, so g give us your uh, your report on uh, what stood out to you in the Game Awards. Uh, what was interesting? What was cringy? Oh well, there's a lot of cringy. Um, just Google Google Game Awards and cringe, and there there'll be plenty of material for you guys to look at. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot of that, but there was some uh, some cool games to see. It feels like the Game Awards is turning into like a early version of E3 now. Hmm. A lot more, more and more um, 
uh, new games are being announced. So that's that's a that's a cool thing. Um, some of the some of the stuff that stood out was to me um, was the new quote unquote MMO from Studio Wildcard called Atlas. That looks pretty interesting. Um, basically, mm-hmm. to me, it, to me, it looks like it looks like uh, Ark with pirate ships. Yeah, you were hoping that. Yes, yes, I'm kind of excited to see. I'm just curious <clears throat> how that's going to work. Yeah, I, and if anybody's on the fence about it, I would say hold off for a while because I just I spent a lot of hours in Ark, and I was in there from day one when they released um, in early access. Um, it, it's going to be a work in progress all the way through, so I wouldn't go in thinking, "Hey, this is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be polished. It's going to be great." No, no, that's <laughs> not going to be. That's not. That's the wrong game. <laughs> and that's that's Atlas, you said, right? That's the pirate game. Yeah. So, MMORPG pirate themed. With well, uh, it, I say it's pirate themed. It's just it's kind of got a fantasy feel, a little bit of fantasy feel to it, a little bit of arc feel to it, um, and it just happens to have pirate ships and dragons. So yeah. let me read the description on Steam. It says the ultimate survival MMO of of unprecedented scale with 40,000 simultaneous players in the same world. Do you really believe your own hype that much? I am the hype! <laughs> <laughs> it says join an endless adventure of piracy and sailing. I'm sure there'll be plenty of piracy. Uh, exploration, combat, role-playing, and progression, settlement, and civilization building, all in one of the largest game worlds ever. Explore, build, conquer. It comes out December 13th. It is published by Grape Shot Games, which I have not heard of before. And they only have Atlas listed in Steam as their only published game. Hmm. No word on pricing. Did you happen to see anything regarding pricing, Nuke? No, no. I expect it to probably be around forty to sixty dollars, somewhere in there. Jeez, I googled the the name Grapeshot Games, and I don't even see that they have a website. I just keep seeing links back to news articles about the game or the Steam page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need. Don't worry about who's publishing it. It's it's. Uh, who's going to be developing it? And I'm pretty sure the studio wildcard's behind it. Oh my god, it's funny. It's it's part of TLDR Games. <laughs> I'm not sure I trust that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's like if we got together and say, "Hey, man, let's let's get a, let's make a game studio. Let's be publishers." Okay, what are we going to call ourselves? I don't know. Come up with something. <laughs> How about TLDR? Okay, sure, that sounds cool, man. That sounds relevant to the kids these days. Uh, RTFM <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that, looked, that looked interesting to me. Um, Far Cry New Dawn looks interesting to me. Um, basically, it is picking up kind of where the Far Cry 5 left off. Um, it's going to be back in the same the same uh, fake city that they made in Hope County, um, but it's going to be 
think you said like 17 years after the end of the uh, Far Cry 5. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw it's going to be priced at like $40 coming up in February. So with it being $40, it really is basically an expansion of Far Cry 5. So if you didn't like Far Cry 5, then you're probably not going to like this. I liked it, so I'll probably like this. And of course, it'll... Like I'm sorry, go ahead, Mary. I just, I was just going to say that it does look interesting. Like, and, and an interesting aspect to just have like a continuation of the last game, like an extra chapter. Or yeah. And I'm sure you can find that on the benevolent Uplay uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. launcher. Make sure, you, <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you give a like and thumbs up to, uh, to Uplay. Everybody loves Uplay. <laughs> um, another one looks like uh, it's going to be really interesting. It's called The Outer Worlds. Um, that caught my eye. It's like eye. a really cool-looking uh, RPG action game by uh, obsidian so really good name um behind the game so it, i would think it's probably going to be pretty damn good does look interesting and there's some other there's some other stuff out there um that's going to be that was announced that looks promising some of some of it's going to be a ways off but you know at least take a look take a look at some of the uh Anybody interested to see what's coming up, just take a look at that. You're going to be seeing more and more um, over the next few months going into, uh, going into next year. Spring's going to be a, spring's going to be a heavy release schedule. A lot, of, a lot of stuff coming out that looks like it's going to be pretty decent. So Outer Worlds is a single-player, first-person sci-fi RPG. Lost in transit while on a colonist ship. Bound for the furthest edge of the galaxy, you awake decades later to find yourself in the midst of deep conspiracy threatening to destroy the Halcyon colony as you explore the furthest reaches of space and encounter various factions, all vying for power. The character you decide to become will determine how the player-driven story unfolds. In the corporate equation for the colony, you are an unplanned variable. Well, I know what my role in that game is going to be. <laughs> Supreme <laughs> Leader. <laughs> it sounds almost like a, a more like a privateer with with more of a story. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be definitely very interesting. I, I do think it's I think it's really funny that uh, a couple of years ago, I think um, everybody pretty much procla- I say everybody a lot of people proclaimed that single player is dead. Hmm. Um, this year, developers are saying, "Yeah, it's not dead. It's it's not dead at all." And people have a liking of the, the two of them, like to blend, you know, mix it up. Sometimes you feel like multiplayer. Sometimes you feel like single. Yeah, the only the only thing that's dead about it is it's a uh, it's not a it's not an avenue to just whore microtransactions. A lot harder to do that. Right. Um, and. There's still plenty of room for for great single player games with really good stories. Um, that's really interesting. And speaking of the upset of the night to a lot of people was that God of War won uh, Game of the Year, beat out Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. But... <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'll say this: I haven't played God of War, but it looks really, really cool, and I've talked to talked to a lot of people who have played it and they just swear it's a, a great 
great game. So from my perspective, if it's if it's going to be beaten out um, Red Dead, it's got to be pretty fucking good. Yep. I've I heard a lot of people here in the clan talk about it, and they love it. So I posted in our Discord uh, to our listeners if they thought Red Dead or God of War should win game of the year and then Oprah mentioned and I failed to realize this that Obsidian uh, is set to be acquired by uh, or he said it was a Microsoft company and then uh, Kit says that it's reported to be acquired by Microsoft so we will see uh, currently on their webpage they do not list Microsoft as a partner or owner so we'll see where that goes do my goddamn homework that's what I got you for I, I, I created notes <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It doesn't say it's on Obsidian's site anywhere that it's from Microsoft. It says Obsidian Entertainment, and then on the bottom, it's by private division. Trademarks registered by Obsidian Entertainment. Blah, blah, blah. Rights reserved. So. <laughs> I can't believe nobody's talked about uh, the new Dragon Age that was mentioned. Is Dragon Age gone by the wayside now? I didn't even notice it. Bioware <laughs> yeah, teased a new Dragon Age uh, called the Dread Wolf Rises. It'll be Dragon Age 4 in the series. It's in my inbox. <laughs> and then what else was there? Hades. Hades I thought looked kind of cool. That, uh, let me get a description pulled up for that. That's by Epic Games, which of course makes Fortnite. Battle out of hell. Defy the god of death is you hack and slash your way through the underworld of the roguelike dungeon crawler. So it's like top down, sort of like Diablo, but the art is uh, a little more cartoony, I guess. Uh, like a comic book. Yeah, yeah, good way of. You yeah, comic. Yep, like comic book style. That looks pretty neat. Yeah. And what else was in there that stood out? Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. <laughs> I remember when I first bought my Xbox 360, the first Ultimate Alliance game was in there. Uh, another Mortal Kombat. Um, Stanley. They're going to come out with a new Stanley Parable. And then Stranger Things 3, the game. <laughs> the, the, the reveal for the Stanley Parable was pretty damn funny. Got to go back and watch it could explain it but it's better to watch it they do have uh, quite a unique uh, persona slash I don't know what I want to slash it with humor I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that whatever's yeah, called they're, they're niche uh, the way they act <clears throat> so I only saw a couple votes in there I saw a couple for Red Dead and nobody else decided to so I guess we'll go with one vote. One vote for Red Dead. Red Dead. Oh, two votes for Red Dead now. So I would have to vote Red Dead too for Game of the Year. I've never played God of War, but it. <laughs> it just this is the first time I played Red Dead. I didn't play the first one, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's hard to beat Red Dead. The size of the world and everything you can do. So, what do you guys? What do you guys vote? Red Dead or God of War for Game of the Year? I, I can't really say because I've I haven't played God of War and I've only watched a lot of Red Dead while my sister Mara was playing it. So I w I would have to go by what I've seen. Um, 
I like Viking mythology type things, and they add that into the God of War. So I would, I would probably end up loving that game too. So it would be a tough toss. But from what I've seen in Red Dead, I, I love Red Dead. I love the whole cowboy theme culture thing. So I would, at this point, I'd go with Red Dead. But I'm, I, I'm not educated enough on, the, on either <laughs> of the games to say. I, I assume the nuclear votes with Red Dead. Well, I mean, yeah, because I haven't played God of War, but. I'm going to buy it, and I want to give it every chance. Delray, what do you say? Um, I played neither one of them, so my vote doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, yeah. I mean, I really don't. I couldn't tell you about... I don't own a console, so I don't... I don't so, that's <laughs> simple as that. Oh, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. <laughs> yeah, I... Eh, the console, I'll fall asleep. Oh, okay. Well, I vote Red Dead, so uh, Trey voted God of War. The emotional journey is amazing, he says. God of War is pretty awesome in terms of story and character relations, Southlake says. Relationships. Well, okay. It sounds like it gives it a run for its money. I I think coming in so late into the year, um, Red Dead didn't have this amount of steam that uh, God of War had to build up, so maybe mm-hmm. that's it. And maybe it'll be a, a rocky uh, comeback next year. <laughs> <laughs> so in other news, um, Epic Games is being sued by the rapper Two Millies for allegedly uh, stealing one of his dance moves, which is uh, an emoticon in the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, what is his dance move? Um, Jesus, Moonwalk? I would have thought I wrote that down here, but it, I guess it wasn't relevant, relevant enough for me to care. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you stole my move! See, something called the swipe it. Oh, the swipe it, that's right. The swipe it. Yeah. Nice, that's fast. Yeah. And, um, and so... As if we didn't have enough enough game launchers, Epic Games also plans to launch its own game store to compete with Steam. And it's uh. set to launch soon, and it will start with a select number of PC and Mac titles, and will be open to more developers next year. So, they are claiming that they will pass more money to devs than Steam currently does. So, from what I understand, Steam typically takes a 30% cut of all revenue generated from a game. That includes the game itself and every microtransaction and DLC within the game. Uh, and then, that's 30% is typical uh, for like what Apple and Google also take from their yeah. app stores. And uh, Epic is hinting around like an 88 to 12 split. So... Uh, Pretty, to draw since, people in. Yeah, The icing on the cake for that is that if you're using the um, Unreal Engine 4 or you're using Unity, they're not going to charge you. You're going to pay the 12%. You're going to have to you know, do the 12%, but you're not going to have to charge the, or you're not going to have to pay the 5% licensing on top mm-hmm. of it. So it's going to be a flat 12%, whereas... With Steam, you're going to pay, what, 30% plus the 5% if you're using those engines. 
So I agree with what uh, Oprah put in the chat, and it's like PC players want one goddamn store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm all for Makes developers. Makes me wonder about Discord store too. What's that going to do to change up the market? Uh, that's a good point. Uh, well, so I like the idea of just going to Steam. That's where I started. Right. It's easy. I know the system. Um, however, the, the other side of that argument is the more stores there are, technically, the more competition should drive prices down, you would think. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> it won't. but prices are already pretty cheap on Steam for PC games. I don't think any console game can hold a candle to a PC game. I can't tell you the last game that came out full price on PC at fifty nine ninety nine. I I just, well, I mean, they all come out that way, but yeah, you're the, you're a sucker. Four, hey. four, four hours of being released, you can get it on sale. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys foresee the subscription model starting to pick up, or do you see that being a popular option in the future for more than just what we have now? So I think, I think the subscription model may be more popular because we're seeing a lot of throwaway games. And so instead of people taking a one-time hit investment on a game, they're more likely to spend the 100 to $140 in some sort of you know, game pass like Xbox has and everybody's coming out with, EA and all of them, uh, so they can just play it and then, you know, toss it aside. And if they make the entire library available and not just cherry-pick games in a subscription model, I think that's going to be the new way you buy games, pretty much. Nobody's just going to buy the game outright. It's just all going to be subscription-based. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if it's good enough, then you'll buy, your, buy a copy. Yeah, if I'm a company, I'm pushing the subscription model as much as possible because it's just guaranteed revenue. Yep, it's yep. more uh, return on investment, reoccurring revenue, not just a yeah. one, one lump sum and done. And you get so much data from knowing what gets played most, what 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 titles you should kind of retire versus the popular ones. That's a good way of looking at it. And like for me, I currently have the subscription for EA and because of it, I have Battlefield 5 and I'm playing Madden. I wouldn't typically buy Battlefield 5 and, turn, and bought Madden already as well. So it allows me to jump and play Madden on top of Battlefield 5 with an enormous situation and whatnot. Have mm-hmm. So if the they... Good. So basically, the idea is that games that you wouldn't necessarily have bought, you're now playing and giving a shot at. Versus yes. holding off. Yeah, I like That's that correct. idea. Yep. If you're on the fence, you're more likely to, to play a game on a subscription-based model than even... Well, so Steam has helped that a little bit with their new return policy, but I don't even know what the return policy is, if there is one, for like you play an Origin. So, it, you know, unless yeah. they're more liberal with a return policy, then the subscription model is definitely going to be more enticing. Because with a subscription model, there are no returns, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just borrowing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, South Lake uh, sent me a message about uh, Destiny 2 having the season pass to access new raids. So if you went to a subscription model, then 
I would assume and hope that you wouldn't have additional subscription models on top of your Ooh. base one for in-game content. I would think it's mutually exclusive, other. yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, there won't, no one's going to buy it. <laughs> They're not going to do that. I would not do that. And then Trey mentions that uh, Twitch seems to be uh, lurking about uh, possibly having their own. <laughs> it's the oh, they new... do have their own. It's... I mean, you can you can buy games through Twitch. Oh, you can? I didn't even know that. <laughs> I don't buy anything. I just get them. <clears throat> I get all the uh, Twitch drops, and so I've got like 20 free games that I claim that I'll probably never, ever play. You just talk about Twitch. Like, hey, you've you've got a free game. Would you like to download it? No, I don't want to download it, but I'll fucking get the number for it. Pretend I own it. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see where it goes. I, I think we're definitely going to see more of it. It's if um, big developers can't pull their revenue from microtransactions, then they're just going to push a subscription model harder. And yeah. they're going to push. They're going to push them both. Um, because they want to get, they want to get as much revenue certainty as possible, and that's going to come through this subscription model. Um, now, I don't, th I don't know how that's going to affect individual game sales, but you know, as long as they've got you locked in, then you know they're happy. They would love it if you just pay for the same game over and over and over again. <laughs> the only thing I could find in EA for their is a 90 day warranty. Like if you have technical problems and it won't work in your computer or something, you have 90 days to get your money back for that. But I don't see anything about, Oh, I don't like the game. I only put two hours on it. Right. So essentially so, you'd have to lie. <laughs> so it doesn't run. Yeah. It doesn't work on my computer. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you have 90 days to do that. But I mean, they don't say anything about the amount of hours, but I'm sure if you got like 60 hours on it in 90 days and you want to return it, because it doesn't work. For print <laughs> You have to tell them that you have a Mac. You forgot it's not it's not Mac compliant. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't winning any of the games I was I was playing in, so I want to refund my it, obviously my computer is not working right. <laughs> and so with this announcement that Epic is coming out with their own launcher, uh, Steve announced that it plans to move to a tiered approach for developers. So I, I don't have explicit. Uh, details on the what where the cutoffs for the tiers but basically um they're like 30 25 and 20 percent splits based on sales i'm going to assume uh that steam would take less of a cut on the more units you sell but uh what that number is i don't know yet so it, right there i mean it sounds like some competition and so maybe we'll see i think it's going to make it harder for smaller developers but we'll see and then who mm -hmm. knows what big developers will do with the shenanigans they try to play to uh, pull extra revenue. Right. Interesting world we're living in. Now, here's the one part of the Epic Games launcher store that I am not at all interested in. And we discussed this uh, topic briefly in part in the previous podcast about how instead of developers catering games to the players, they cater them to social media influencers who they believe uh. in turn represent gamers. So in a, uh, so 
they're going to have a unique feature uh, borrowed from uh, Fortnite called support a creator. And so you could take uh. like, you know, if you're a ninja supporter, then, and he's streaming that game, every unit of that game that sells because you're a supporter of that person, then that person gets like a kickback. So yeah. all that's going to do is entice people to basically chase and stream the game paying out the most. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, it sounds cringy as hell. It does. <laughs> I, I did not like that when I read it. I'm like, that is a terrible idea because, first of all, none of those people represent what I like to play <laughs> or how I like to play it. And mm-hmm. it's just not in my dim- it's not in my demographic, you know. It... Yeah, but think think about it though. From a from a business perspective, that is your best advertisers. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. <clears throat> and not only not only that, right now you've got people who willingly play your game and love it. Now I mean, you're paying them basically without having to pay them. Yeah, they, they are basically commissioned salesmen at that point. Yeah, they will much, get yeah. a, a cut of units sold if they're a representative or a streamer of that game. Well, they're they're affiliated, yeah. So, yep. Ugh. yeah, cringe, much cringe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, let's see some of the Q and A or FAQs they had in this article that was related to Epic's store. It said uh, there is no store wide DRM, though game developers can add their own. Epic doesn't plan to add social components like uh, game streaming or forums because that would require bodies to <laughs> administer and moderate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Epic will help the devs uh, take advantage of online features of their games, presumably things like chat, matchmaking, and cloud saves. That's interesting. So they're going to sell basically infrastructure services for the games. That's real interesting. That makes me think, now I wonder if this is somehow tied to what Trey mentioned, and they're going to be partnered with like AWS, Amazon, or somebody behind the scenes, because you don't just don't come up with that kind of infrastructure on your own. You're just going to farm, farm that out to someone else. Uh, the Epic Store will offer refunds uh, initially through customer support, uh, and then through uh, automated, it says 14 days, no questions asked, return policy. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, I, I, I hate the I hate the thought of another launcher, but I uh, given the 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 amount of small developers that work with Unreal and uh, Unity, um, I love the fact that they're going to have a better access to market to get their games out there. Yep. Um, there's still going to be a lot of trash, I'm sure. Um, but you're also going to get a lot of really nice, really good games that you might not have been able to get out before. Double-edged sword, right? Competition breeds excellence. Yep. Yeah, I like the competition because it should bring prices down. But I do not like that um, influencer thing. I, I don't like that at all. Because... No. That's, that's not how game. I buy games, but that's just our demographic, I suppose. Yeah, but we're not the their we're not, we're not their we're not their target market. Yeah. <laughs> Young punks, get off my lawn. <laughs> I mean, the, we, we really aren't. I mean, the yeah. you know the 
the target market these days now is, I mean, it's gone from Call of Duty to um, all the giant heap of Battle Royale shit that's in the marketplace. Now, now developers just want to make the next Fortnite. Yep. Target towards 10 to 20 year olds. Yeah, we are not the micro transaction market. <laughs> you know, for the most part, I'll agree with that, Dactyl, that there are a few minor exceptions, and that is the gambling addictive sports games like uh, my my player or my, my team, my team in like 2K. Holy cow, that completely caters to people that actually bring paycheck home <laughs> to have to buy cards to play that game. Oh, man, you can do the same thing with mom and dad's credit card. They'll never know. <laughs> and the last part... Like it's not like the parents are paying the bill anyhow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the Epic Launcher will be available outside the U.S. in most countries, except for China, of course, which is prohibited by U.S. law. <laughs> North Korea and Iran. Oh, sorry, Kim Jong-un, you can't play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> No Fortnite for you. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, Nuke. Give us your Nuke report on Red Dead Online. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't know about it. I've enjoyed it, um, but I don't know. It's early. It's early. You know, they've they are have been very successful in branding it as a beta. So a lot of the public debate. You know, you get you'll get shot down, shouted down if you if you have an issue with it because hey, it's just a beta. It's just a beta. Mm -hmm. Okay, you you fucking morons are the people that game companies are bending over and you're loving it. <clears throat> yes, it is a beta. Yes, there are some things that are that are horribly wrong with it. Um, but you know, they made some improvements, readjusted the economy. Um, and it's right right now. It's really, really bare bones as far as the content goes. It's a cool setup because you know you do your character creator, which just up front the char character creator you have to spend hours to get someone who looks normal. Outside of that, they're gonna make <laughs> they're gonna make art characters look handsome. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, but is there a lot of customization? You can even customize your whistle in this freaking game. No. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can customize it, but you're still very limited in what you can customize. It's it's hard to explain. Um, it's not a really good character creator. Hmm. Let's just say you can make it look unique. Yeah, I thought it was. Or you can make it look really, really generic. My it... mom said it was special. Yeah. It... Yeah, and you can you you can make some people look really, really bad. I'm your boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good boy. Yeah, so it was so-so. Like, there were some interesting things, but the, the part that really turned me off to it was there was... So they had a lot of options for different things, but there was not many selections within those options at all. So I don't right. know if that's just because it's a beta thing or they're going to try and make that a DLC pay thing later. I don't know, but I mean, it's it. let's say this. It's still better than GTA's pick your parents and you're going to look whatever, whatever <laughs> level of the slider you choose to 
between your parents. Mm. Um, so it's better than that, but it's just not that great. Mm. Um, but you know, you log in, you get, you go through the character creator, then you go on on some introductory missions. Um, it's got I think six, maybe seven missions up front um, that are interesting. They're fun. Um, the replay value of the missions, they're entertaining. Um, and I'll say this: I created six different characters. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I played I played the level ten on on five different characters, and I'm playing my sixth. Why um, we haven't main, seen you? <laughs> well, the main and the main re- the main reason why one I couldn't get them to look as cool as I wanted to, um, and two, the economy of it, the economy of the game was just so brutal. My bad. <laughs> I was trying to take a screenshot of something. Because you get you get um, you get pretty decent money through uh, through the regular missions that are the core missions of it, but after that, you know they've got all these different side missions you can do that are that are all kind of fun, <clears throat> but literally they pay out like four dollars. They paid out like four dollars, so you couldn't make any money. And then you go to the store and you look at all the stuff that's available to buy. You know, just in in like most games, it's gonna, a lot of the stuff is going to be level locked. You got to reach a certain level so you can buy these various items right um all of them were insanely insanely expensive like guns were anywhere from outside like a starter like a you get the uh start off with a a revolver and a uh and a rifle yeah one repeater yeah you get a get one of the basic repeaters which is enough you know to kind of get going you could buy a varmint rifle for like $79 to do some hunting, small game hunting. Um, but then, you know, you want a better repeater and you, they were charging, I think it was like six or $700 for it. Um, the Mauser pistol, which is one of the, one of the later ones you can buy. That's like, that was a thousand dollars. But the work, the thing that really stood out the most about that is at $4 per mission, Per side mission, I mean, you're going to play forever to get that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they give you a chance to use what they call gold. And you get from from main missions and from PvP and from side missions, you can earn gold nuggets. 100 gold nugget makes one gold bar. Um, It also happens that the gold bars are going to be the premium currency microtransactions. So... That's where your GTA version of shark cards come in. Mm. You buy gold. So there are some things that are only purchasable by gold. And if you find something that you like that is like level 50 and you want it now, you can buy it with gold. Hmm. So it really, really felt like that they were doing everything that they could to limit your income to encourage you to buy gold. No, thank you. so that was a real that was a really big turn off there um yes you can earn gold in the game it's just it it would take you forever to get enough yeah yeah i mean you're talking about some of the stuff costs you know between five and ten gold there's some stuff in there that's like 38 gold for like a horse um Yikes. I don't know how long it would take you months to grind up that much gold through regular Playing. gameplay. Is any beta progression gonna be retained? Do you know? 
Um, they're planning to do they're planning to do that, but they're not they're not ruling out wiping your progress. So I think that's why then for the beta they just made things an exorbitant amount of money so that if there is a a, a balancing uh, issue that somebody doesn't come out of the gate uh, a god. <laughs> With my ten well, and, you know, with, with <laughs> yeah. enough with enough people with enough people playing, um, you know, you're gonna find you're gonna find the optimal way to make money, and the best way to make money was to go and fish. Hmm. You grind up to get up to level 14, so you can buy a fishing rod, and then from there you pick the prime fishing routes, and you go catch. Um, what ten steelhead trout and ten salmon, and then you pick up a perfect buck, skin it, then throw the carcass on there, and then sprint to the uh, sprint to the butcher and sell it. And that would net you about about a hundred um, uh, hundred cash. Wow. So that's what I did. Uh, I, I just spent my whole time grinding money, just so <laughs> I can have. So how much money? Trading in the game. No trading. Between two. Okay, so only through the stores. Yeah, only through okay. the stores. How much money you know, did you end up with at the end of the beta? Well, it's it's not. There is no end of the beta right now. I mean, it, it's. Well, how much money you got not right a, now? Right now, how much, how much do I have right now? I've yeah. got um, before they before they changed the prices and gave us new money. I was at thirty six hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> My well, God, that, man. <laughs> let, let's go back. Let's go back to the, re- the reason why I have that. Reason why I have that is because I only bought the necessities. I bought an old action rifle, I bought a varmint rifle, and a bow, and so I spent less than a thousand. And so, with me creating six characters, I also got um, at least one point one gold bar per character because I leveled them up to level ten and got the treasure from it. Um, but I also got around six to eight hundred dollars um, just for playing the campaign the six regular missions and so that's where that's where i got most of most of my money hmm. i i did like how there was actually a different story i didn't expect that and i just thought they'd throw you in there and it would just be you know trinkets and trash type missions to do but there was actually a full-blown story yeah yeah it'll be i think it'll be it'll be fun to watch it develop over time and see how they see how they progress i'm glad that they did it this way um as opposed to kind of just opening up the servers and saying hey everybody have it and lock up the servers for two weeks um they rolled it out you know certain people got in a certain amount of time over like four or five days i was one of the last ones because i didn't get it until after release but it took a lot of stress off the servers hmm. there's just not a whole lot of content right at this point which is fine um but the map is huge that... it is it is four times you... the size of fallout at least you can... <laughs> everything is four times the size of fallout you can uh you, you'll be going all over the map you get, yeah. it's cool because you get to go back into the old map um from uh red dead one Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought so that was if neat. you played played that and you liked it, you need to go back into uh into New Austin and all that, and go back to all those towns and run missions and have fun there too. So Nuke cool. messages me and he's like, "You, you got to get in, you got to get in because they're going to give away 
you know, free money and gold if, if you participated in the beta. And, and, and so I, I did real briefly and I ran, and I got to the point where I ran one mission with multiplayer and basically a very simple mission, you know, start of the game, but you have to be, you know, in a group with randos and it's, you know, go over here, steal a horse and run back. And <laughs> first of all, all these guys are following the road. I'm like beelining it to the to horses. <laughs> And they're all wandering around and wondering, like, how they're going to approach it. And I just rambo in there, hop on a horse. Everybody's shooting it up. <laughs> and I just beeline it the fuck out of there. <laughs> and I'm, I'm cross-country in it again, back to where we need to go. And I'm like, they're off the mini-map. They're so far behind me. And then, and then I, and then I pull up to the area I need to be, and then suddenly I see this message: "So and so has died." And I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me! This is the first mission, and you can't even complete it without dying." <laughs> but uh, it was it was pretty fun. But a lot of the features aren't there right now. Like, you, there's no, uh, <clears throat> you can't rob NPCs and citizens. Really, I mean, you can kill them and take their shit. You know, most of them will have like a fucking can of snuff and eleven cents. <laughs> so I mean, it's not worth really killing them. I guess it is because you can. Uh, it's funny, him. but um, they don't have that. You can't hold up stores right now. You can't hold, you can't hijack trains. There's no train robberies. Um, you know, like the heists and things like that. That's that's not in there yet. But that's probably going to be there. Well, look how long it took GTA to finally get heists put in. Yeah, it was a long yeah, I'm not, time. I'm not holding my breath on that. Everybody keeps everybody keeps saying, "Well, wait till they add heists." I'm like, by the time they add heists, it'll be on PC. So fuck off. <laughs> we'll just we'll just mod it the way we want it by that by that time. Yep. But um, I've done a lot of exploring around, and and there's you can see certain areas where. It looks like you'll either be able to build houses or buy houses, um, buy housing. <clears throat> like there's a place in Saint Denis that has that's um, basically an empty lot that has a sign up. You know, says, "Hey, build your custom house right here." Ooh. Oh, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, that's um, well, up in Strawberry, they've got a uh, they've got a place that says "Rooms for Rent." Um, so you know that could be like a starter apartment or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be some interesting stuff. You know, hopefully they'll do what they've done with uh, GTA Online and you know let you have businesses and all that all that all that cool stuff. Right. Um, but it's <clears throat> I think they're going to take their time with it, and um, I don't want to say they're going to try and do it right because you know the only thing that they're just trying to find ways to get into your wallet. But <laughs> as long as there's as long as there's a little bit of balance on that, that's that's fine with me. Because I, I mean, I'm not going to buy anything. Right. But as long as it's not gated and as little power advantage, pay to win shit as possible. Because I mean, even with even if you bought if you bought the ultimate edition or if you bought the uh, um, the uh, presale, it's kind of pay to win because you get. You know, one of the best, you get a free Arabian horse and you get a free, really upgraded saddle. It's like a, you get the uh, alligator skin saddle that has bonuses on it. And you get a, a nice tricked out pretty revolver. So that's a really, really nice head start. 
that in the old economy um, would have cost you oh probably about two or three thousand dollars. Ouch. Yeah. But they did come back and they adjusted. They did adjust the prices on all the weapons. Um, turns out it's about between a thirty and forty percent price reduction on weapons, which is really nice. Um, like uh, recipes to make dynamite, you know, special ammo. <clears throat> that's still going to be really expensive. That's like two fifty to four hundred, I think. Well, that's something there. that I, you would want to have higher that you'd have to actually grind in the game to actually earn, sort of thing. Yeah, they're they're going to be there. A lot of them are going to be level locked, but I understand why the price is high because mm-hmm. um, you know it's a one time. It's really kind of a one time deal. And they're not they're not necessary. You don't have to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time you want them and need them, um, you'll have the money by then. Hmm. They up the payout on the side missions. They were normally paying out around four bucks. Now they're paying ten to fifteen dollars. Uh, they did cut the price of my fish, though. <laughs> <laughs> they they figured you out, new. <laughs> you know, my my ten my ten stack was going for like forty. Forty-five, forty-seven dollars, or something like that. Yep. Um, now they're going for like twenty-six, which mm. is it's. I can understand that. Yeah, yep. that that puts it more in line. You, you drop the price on everything else. You might as well drop the price on that. Um, the skins from hunting those haven't changed, and those are still decent price. If you go out and kill herons and pelicans and shit like that, big but pelican it's, market. It's not a bad, <laughs> not a bad start. Not a bad start. Well, you have to keep us posted in the next podcast and see what's changed. Yeah, I mean, for unfortunately for for me and the longevity of it. Mm, oh, the the biggest thing that they don't have is right now they do not have, um, they do not have a passive mode, so it's a fucking gank fest. <laughs> oh, shit. And they do not have unless you're um, in your camp. That's the only time I've saw one. Yeah, that's, flag that's you, a, can raise you get a safe, you get a safe zone there if you're in if you're in one of the shops like at the uh, general store or the gunsmith or the uh, doctor's office, um, you can't be killed in there. Okay, um, but they can just sit outside and wait for you and just shoot you right in the face. <laughs> can you go inside and then like log out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you don't have anything on your horse, then you can definitely do that. You can like. I'd get I'd get ganked and then I'd report everybody. Anybody that killed me, I reported. <laughs> Just like it's PUBG. Hey, they wanted they wanted feedback. I want I want my fucking I want passive boat. Mm-hmm. I'm just there to hunt and fish, man. That's all. That's all I'm there for. And do some missions. That's about Nick it. Nick wants a posse of fishermen. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. All it's right, the fucking Bill, Bill Dance Social Club. We're going out here to find ourselves a, a red striped bass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but you can you can you can switch servers to get away from some of that stuff. You know, depends on you know, just kind of luck of draw, luck of the draw, what you get into. Right. But they don't have they don't have passive mode, and they don't have um, uh, private instances like you were able to do in gta where you can bring your your crew in there with you and you can do missions without other people messing with you 
they haven't mentioned or they haven't said that they're going to add it, but I can't see them not adding it. Yeah, I suspect everything that's in GTA will eventually make its way into Red Dead. Oh, yeah. And whatever 1899 version of Shark Cards is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tobacco tins? (laughs) I guess. Turkey feathers? I don't know. (laughs) The thing that does suck is that, man, they... I wanted to... I wanted to operate my own brothel, but they don't allow that. <laughs> they don't even allow that in single player. I got I got chicks standing outside my door in Saint Denis want to come in and give me a handy. <laughs> and I can't. They'll come in and bathe me, but that's it. It's like no happy ending. Oh god. <laughs> oh shit. Moving yeah, on. in here and scrub my back. <laughs> yeah. Good girl. (laughs) That's a good girl. Wow. (laughs) It's from everything he said. There's there's a 10 minute long video on YouTube of everything Arthur Morgan says to his horse. It's just, good girl. Good boy. Yeah, it's a good boy. (laughs) Over and over again. (laughs) It gets super creepy. (laughs) Yeah, there are a couple of really creepy ones. Hey, hey, I got one. Well, you are a fish. <laughs> Delray, give us your Battlefield report. I'm I'm hearing on the PlayStation side some real grumblings about this game. Well, it, you know, it's taken some time for me to like it. It's not, um, I enjoyed one, which sounds like I'm the minority on that aspect of it, so... Uh, five has taken some time for me to get used to, um, but the more I play it, the more I like it. Um, it seems to, uh, just like Battlefield, um, you got to play in a group. You got to play together as a team, as a squad. If you do the lone wolf thing, you're going to do terrible and you're going to hate it. So you're going to have to do the teamwork. Um, you have to adapt. Um and if you if you're a traditional battlefield player it it works out i mean at first i had issues with it 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 seemed like it was too crazy it was all over the place shooting was weird for me but i've gotten adjusted to it um i've unlocked some new guns that seem to help me a little bit um it's got some semi-automatic weapons which i prefer um unlocked so uh Naycourt helped me a lot too. He sat there and goes, Hey, we need to play the domination, which is a smaller scale, no vehicles. And that has helped a lot too. Um, it seems that uh, every driver NVIDIA comes out with and every um, update they do in the game seems to improve the performance of the game. So it's aging very well. So um, there has been some. Um, Nice improvements as you know, we, we just got another major update for Ties of War, um, which we probably should have had uh, um, Oprah in here. He knows more about it than I do. I haven't really looked into it too much. Um, you know, it seems to me that they have a nice map of content, too, for us. So um, it's going to be nice to see how this game provides us more content without having to pay for premium, which is was the DLC packs. So that's going to be interesting how dice takes care of us on that. But, you know, it was, I did not like the game at first. I was really, I couldn't get into it. And I was like, man, I I was really upset. 
because I'm a huge Battlefield fan. And then I hung in there and I kept playing and kept playing. And, and it's just one of those things that just the more I played, the more and more. You I'm played the beta, it, right? So. Yes, I did play the beta. In a beta, it played like shit on my, mm-hmm. my computer. And, and, all, and everyone was complaining about the beta. I'm like, guys, if you've ever played any other beta in Battlefield, yeah. The beta is that was, always different, that and was, I told you that, Black. Yeah. I told that was you one that of the better Battlefield times. betas for PC, at least on PC. On console, it was bad. It was just as equal as when they tried to do Battlefield. And it 4 was bad. I mean, if I didn't know any better, I would have been on the bandwagon with you. Screw this game. This sucks. This sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> nope. It's going to be completely different. And you know what? And it was. The, a lot of the things that, besides performance, a lot of the issues I had with the game, they took care of. Hmm. And it's like, hey, you know, they took care of a lot of the things with the medic, um, you know, the time to revive. Um, some of the animations were jacked up. Um, you know, some of the guns act a little funky to me. You know, a lot of that was improved just from the beta to the release. So they really did a nice job of listening to the players that, you know, Overall, they were overwhelmed. Hey, okay, maybe we shouldn't do this because <laughs> overall the community just does not like this. Let's change it. They made some changes to it. Um, you know, they one of the complaints a lot of people have was lack of ammo, you know, and they kind of toned that down a little bit because it was so scarce on the beta. And now at release, it's not as bad. So, you know, so they, they made some tweaks I think a lot of people would like. So if you didn't like the beta, just chances are you probably will like the full release because they fixed a lot of the issues that the beta had. Hmm. So, um, and for me, it was performance because the whole time I'm thinking, God, I hope this game just isn't optimized because this is running like shit. I'm like, I don't have that bad of a computer. I'm like, I can't see me needing a more powerful computer just to play this, you know? So it was kind of nice. Um, when release came out and how smooth it, it runs. I think there's still some issues with it because despite my, doesn't matter if I jack my settings all the way up or have them all the way down, my GPU usage is only at 50%. And I, that kind of concerns me. I probably could get a few more frames if I can get that, you know, utilization higher. So I don't know what's going on with that, but um, other than, but performance-wise, it's fine. Gameplay has been has been improving. I'm getting used to it, getting adjusted to it. Um, I, I still think I enjoy Battlefield One more, um, but I think uh, I think as five ages, it will uh, it'll win me over some more. Did you play um, the beta when four was out? Battlefield Four. <laughs> Uh, yes, I did. Yes, because it was the um, Shanghai, the Shanghai one, right? With right. the two towers. Yes, so, I did. So, how play would you that. compare those two? The, because I thought the Battlefield 4 beta was really rough. And then, uh, so I'm just curious your, your comparison between those two betas. Uh, you know, for me, five was rough because the four beta ran okay on my computer. Um, I think it was more of a network issue. I think I noticed on Battlefield four than it was local performance. Battlefield five, my computer did not like the Battlefield five beta at all. So, um, so for me, five was worse. 
because there was times where it was just my frames were so bad that I was just stuttering. It was just like, okay, I can't play this. I can't do anything. With four, I was still able to. Sounds like your dog doesn't like it either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's whining about. I think he might. Have, yeah, I think he might have to go out. Hold on, give me one second. <laughs> Uh, well, I've heard uh, on the PlayStation side, at least in the Battlefield group, we got uh, some folks complaining about performance as well. So it sounds like they're still trying to, to dial things in in, in true Battlefield form. And, uh, okay. I... All right. So I want to run out again in a second. Take a lot of men. Um, but anyways, to really the, uh, keep a short and sweet, you know, um, I've been a Battlefield player since 1942 that's the game that got me into online gaming damn you old yeah. <laughs> years ago and and um you know i kind of skipped to a little bit because the computer i had didn't run well too very well so i didn't invest in it uh, by the time i got a better computer 2142 came out that is to this day still my favorite battlefield um and i just I I'd just been loving a franchise. And when one came out, I was just, I didn't enjoy a bad. I feel like that since 2142. So I was just static. And then five came out and it felt like a disappointment at first, but you know, it, like I said, the game has been winning over me the more I play it. So no regrets. <laughs> no, no. So a work in progress, it sounds like, like most battlefields. Absolutely. They're never Absolutely. perfect it, out of the it, game. Exactly. If, you, if you've been playing Battlefield almost as long as I have, then um, you will understand where I'm coming from on it. So hold on one second. All right. We can move into our uh, Fallout debacle because uh, we're running a little long, but... Um, we can hate on Fallout real fast. <laughs> so always got time for that. Yeah, in our in our blog post, and I was happy. I I think Mary, you'll probably agree with me that uh, yeah. I was happy with the game at first because I had the idea that there was more to come, <laughs> and then when I realized that there wasn't, <laughs> I started switch gears on what I thought of the game. Yes. Yeah, so there's a, whew, man, you want to talk about, it, it, it is the nuke bomb of Metabomb, uh, Fallout 76. There, I don't think, I think the only people that are happy are the people they paid to write good reviews for the game. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, it was rough. You know, I was having fun, but then uh, when I realized that what I'm seeing on the map is the map, and that's not four times the size of Fallout 4. And, and then when I started investing a bunch of resources and controlling work, station, work uh, shops and then having the goddamn server disconnect and me losing all that progress, uh, I, I was... Hmm, I had to take a break. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's, mm. it's a little ridiculous how unstable those servers are, honestly. <laughs> And I didn't understand the whole the whole bag thing that people were going on, on about, and so I finally uh, took a moment to, to to look into the details of that. And oh my goodness, those people have a right to be pissed uh, to spend that kind of money on 
uh, that edition of the game and to be advertised visually and in a description that it's supposed to be a canvas bag and literally you got like some $2 trash China nylon. It, I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. You like your Walmart bag now? <laughs> yeah. So for Fallout 76, I played the beta just so I can check it out, see if there's anything worthwhile for me to get into. And it was a lot like Battlefield 5, where its performance was terrible for me. It was, I mean, to start out okay, but if any, if I had a lot of players going coming around me, then I was starting getting well below 60 frames uh, to the point it was hovering around 30, where I was starting to notice it. And so, have you guys seen improvements on performance? Those of you that have lower, you know, mid-range computers like me, I would say uh, it's it depends. Um, on the server that you're on. And uh, I ended up doing a lot of server hopping to find a server that was stable enough <laughs> that I could figure out if there was lag or not. <laughs> it it depends. Sometimes it runs beautifully. And then all of a sudden it just, like, it'll drop uh, frame rates. Um, there will be, you know, and then there's the just thing where there's frustration with glitches where the quest lines won't show or... Uh, events in the map won't show up. And so it's like, oh, it, basically at this point, when something starts happening where the where the um, ads in the game start freezing up on you or things start getting glitchy, you know that the server is going to disconnect. So you just try to save all the stuff that you have in your workshop as quickly as possible so that you can go hop to another server in hopes, you know, you're going to be saving all that stuff that you've been grinding for for hours. So... I think the beta played better than the game does today. I think it's been backwards. I think it's yeah. gone backwards since release. Really? See, now, if I bought it, I would have been pissed just based off of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pissed right now. My The server stability is a big thing because it's online only. So if the server ain't going to stay up, everything that you've done or worked for to secure a work state a work station which you know is supposed to be a big part of the game is lost you spend all these resources to set up turrets and you know fix this and replace that and then the fucking server crashes and boom you're gone all that material mm-hmm. um and then just as far as uh i thought the beta played really smooth and but you know they locked the FPS; it wouldn't go over sixty. And then they came out with the the FPS patch, uh, and, and it, that made things worse. It, the beta had a little bit of stutter, and then it seemed to to be resolved. And then it was just like sporadic; it was all over the place. And um, my ultimate disappointment with the game was I was led to believe that there was way more content and way more to explore and do than there was. It, you know, I thought that literally that was just one page of the map we were seeing, and there would be more pages to scroll over in every direction. And, you know, I, I played the game a lot, but I don't think I played it to, like, nuke Elder Scrolls Online a lot. And and to finish <laughs> it the, as fast as I did, I was like, oh, okay, we're done already? <laughs> yeah, well, it was very fairly easy to level up to um, to the top, and then at that point, it's just kind of refining what they give you. And then there's 
not anything more. And I just, I, I hope that there's going to be a huge a package of, of new content for it because what they have now is not what I would have wanted to pay the amount of money that I did into the game. I, I just, it's kind of disappointing. It's a real because, No Man's Sky situation. Yeah. That's interesting because, yeah, you know, I wasn't sure what you got. I haven't really been around when you guys play it, but when you go out, you see, I mean, even in general uh, news, I would see a headline about something about Fallout 76 and gamers being upset. I'm like, is it really that bad? Because you can't, when you just headline read, you can't take that stuff for granted, you know? So it's like, okay, is it really that bad? Is it really that bad? But now I'm hearing you guys talk that were so optimistic about the release and everything else. And suddenly now I'm hearing you guys go, eh, you know, it's not as good as I was hoping yeah, it was going to be. So it's yeah. like, I enjoyed the game. The game was fun and I had a really good time playing. But again, my biggest thing was I thought there was way more to it. And then when I reached the end, more or less, and you know, I was just really disappointed. I'm like, okay, really? So now I'm just farming. And the other thing is there's third, two major things that stood out that they announced in E3 that are flat-out lies, and that's the size of the map and um, the... Well, both those points relate to the size of the map. So they said that the map was four times the size of Fallout, and that's not true. They literally have people on YouTube that have walked corner to corner in Fallout 4 and walked corner to corner in Fallout 76 and it is not four times the size and then they alluded that the map or the world would be so big that it would be rare to run into anybody and that is the furthest thing from the truth because you run into people constantly especially in zones that are popular to farm particular things you need you know like springs and screws you know everybody's hanging out at sugar grove everybody's hanging out at the the satellite array and, or the munitions factory yeah it's just uh the typical places to farm for the things that you need. So I had fun with the game. I'm a little disappointed that I, you know, I paid more than what it sells for right now. Uh, if you paid thirty dollars for the game, that's a fair price, in my opinion. If it was Fallout with friends, it, it's fun to play yeah. in that regard. But it, you know, the end game was promised one thing, and it, and it didn't deliver that. So that's why I'm disappointed now having paid close to full price. Yep. It's just, yeah. I mean, it, it it does have the Fallout Friends, Fallout with Friends, which I've always wanted, and I was happy with that, but um, I also wanted the exploration, like the open world thing, and they were promising a lot more map, and it just did not. It, it's I, I was like, I, I would be in the baby zone, and then suddenly I was in the uh, dark red zone i'm like wait how did i get here how did i walk here in just this little amount of time that that shouldn't happen and i was kind of like sad face because and i just started walking the edge of the map to see where you know because i'm always curious about that i always like to see the end of the of the of the world where it goes and uh, you know there's there's little easter eggs in it but there's just it's just not enough and I, I wanted to find things and explore and, and have t- like months worth of exploration and i just 
that I had with Fallout 4, and that's just not happening. Kit in chat was asking about, she was curious how deep the storyline goes, and that's part of the problem is in every Fallout, you know, you had one main objective storyline and then, you know, endless side quests. This game sort of seems like everything is a side quest. And yeah. so there's no there's no flow. I mean, well, I guess the only f- minor <coughs> main objective is the overseer's missions. That's really it. Everything else is just side quests and then uh but even that you're you're done. I think you could probably finish the game if you followed the main objectives and didn't get stuck on side missions, you could probably finish the game in 20 hours. I really believe that. Well, I'm going to do a call out to um, Sites Are Hot. He posted in Battlefield section that he should have bought Battlefield 5 instead of Fallout 76. So I thought that was a great <laughs> the other day. So, so I, mean, I meant to go paste it in the podcast section, but you must have that uh, locked out first to paste stuff. So talking with people. I was hitting that. paste. I was hitting paste and it wasn't doing anything. So I, I sent it to Mary so she saw it. But you know, I hear that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I'm surprised to hear you guys because all you guys are so excited about this game, <laughs> and and then suddenly, I oh, see you wouldn't do it for me. It's weird, and then suddenly, um, now I'm hearing you guys talk kind of bad about it. That's like it's like the opposite of me, you know, because at first I hated Battlefield, and now I'm starting to like it, yeah. you know. Now you guys are so optimistic, and that's falling down, you know. So I think I suspect that's why they had such a limited time release. For- PC beta so that you couldn't find yep. out yep. how quickly you could level up and hey come and play the beta it's gonna be <laughs> Tuesday at 2 30 in the afternoon <laughs> nobody yeah, works absolutely. that time right <laughs> yeah. not the target audience not that no. I've given up on the game but it uh, you know if I would have paid $30 versus 45 uh, I'd be a little happier and then and like I said not that I haven't had fun in the game I'm just I've done what there is to do now. It, it, you know, Nukes made fun of me before the hundred hour threshold. Well, I did that in fifty hours this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I still, I still want to love it, but I'm just, I, I'm so frustrated at this point because I can't even actually play the game because the servers continue to drop on me. So at that point, I just, I, I or the friends list doesn't work. That's or the friends list doesn't work, or you don't show up, or. There's just every day. There's more things that ha- happen to make the game fall apart that just frustrate me. And I can no tell way. you this right now: the problems you guys are describing. If Battlefield had that, it would be dead right now. People yeah, wouldn't sure. be dealing with. You know, it, it, if it wasn't working, they wouldn't. It, no one would be playing it. I guarantee it. So the fact that people are willing to give it this much of a chance says a lot. And, uh, but still, I mean, it it sounds like, you know, it's one of those games that you guys, hopefully they'll fix it, but I don't know. I mean, it's only time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. One of these days, maybe, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but one of these days, somebody's going to figure out that, Hey, we make really cool single player games and we want to do a multiplayer version of it. Why don't we make it exactly like the single player version? But with two or three people. Yeah. 
make it like a four man genius, co-op genius, thing. Genius. <laughs> just just have the just have your story and mm-hmm. make it ju- exactly like you would your your uh, typical story game. Yeah. But yeah. allow four people to play it together. Yep. I mean, how many of those like you play uh whenever you play Fallout, like how awesome would it be if we had like, you know, two or three people, two of my friends in here and we could all do this at the same time. Yeah, exactly why I wanted this. That I was so excited for 76. Because that's the one part that I missed from Fallout 4 that I wanted to see. You know, it, it felt like that that was, an imp, that was something that they were going for with Fallout 4, but didn't implement. was the multiplayer faction. But it doesn't have to be a large MMO. It just four-man would be enough. It's just enough that you can play with some of your friends on it. would be awesome. So. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, maybe I'm just insane. <laughs> yeah, you probably are. <laughs> but aren't we all? <laughs> the fun so, ones always are. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do our wheel of giveaways real quick. And then I want to end with uh, the funny um, reviews that I read on Metacritic for Fallout. Whoops. Exactly, you're dead on right. That's That's one of the biggest reasons for its longevity and success oh all right lat iron is our winner for this giveaway woot woot congrats oh my god it failed <laughs> to write data my screenshot thing's not working so and, and for for people who are just listening that are in the uh, chat doctor brought up a point that he had heard that um one of the main reasons for bethesda's big success like in skyrim and and uh fallout and all that is because <clears throat> the modding community and i would say absolutely 100 percent. yeah yeah but the modding community it's 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 a joke because it's the truth that um bethesda releases releases a game and and modders fix it yep <laughs> it's like that's a great story but i'm gonna fix it uh, let me help. Let me help you out here. Yeah. <laughs> Add a chapter or two. <laughs> oh, geez. oh, my screenshots aren't working here. So, hmm. no, I promised a shout out to Jaybird and Vin, the two nerds that I know. <laughs> They're all playing something else. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what to do now. I can't uh, screenshot this. I guess you have to take my word for it. That lad <laughs> iron won. <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, paste in here what he wins real quick. I forgot to mute it. He won black wake. Big bucks, big bucks, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> All right, let me find his name and we'll copy it over there. There we go, and then we'll read funny follow-up reviews and we will call it a night. Of podcasting and more gaming, Black Wake is what he gets. Don't give me no fuss, Excel. Okay. <laughs> Funny Fallout reviews. So this was uh, the most recent one from two days ago by Arthur Maxson. Says uh, it was pretty obvious that not being on Steam meant it was going to be a pile of trash. But as the new, the massive waves of returns would have would have had to be honored if sold through Steam, whereas if it's their own platform and criminal EULA, they could happily rob their customers. I didn't buy it myself, so this negative review doesn't stem from me being salty. 
<laughs> I played about 10 hours of this trash heap of on my idiotic for having bought this friend's system and could have easily seen how blatant of a scam this is. Interplay, Black Isle, Obsidian, please come and rescue Fallout. Time and time again, Bethesda has gone 20 steps backwards each time they put out a Fallout game. <laughs> but he's not salty. I just want to reiterate that fact. No, no, no. <laughs> Obviously. Yep. Uh, this one's by Gorex. It says, first, don't waste your money. Second, this game is a disastrous mess of outdated graphics and somehow managed to tax even newer systems. More bugs than you could count, many of which set you back dozens of hours of gameplay. Project managers for the game should be fired for allowing such an atrocity to exist. <laughs> by, the way, the, by the way, both of those were 0 out of 10 on Metacritic. All, all of these, honestly. I literally went through the first five pages of Metacritic and every fucking review was 0 out of 10. <laughs> wow. Uh, UKR Scorpion says, $60 mod for Fallout 4. <laughs> all game aspects <laughs> are so badly... I not have a words RDR2 more RPG than Fallout. <laughs> Somebody let Charlie Day type. Yeah. Mavers Triple X says, not like this. Not like this. This is not the Fallout we want. It's not even an RPG we want. <laughs> this oh, feels like gosh. a multiplayer mod for Fallout 3 where every texture is reused, everything feels old, and everything is just meh. If you are playing with a friend or two, then Fallout 76 is just fine, but alone, you're just pure garbage. There's no story, there's no NPCs, nothing. You're just listening to holotapes and travel from A to B, killing a few ro robots, mutants, or ghouls. Even base managing is a straight ripoff from Fallout 4. It's just hard to understand this game is made by Bethesda, who also made Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> well, they did. Really. Well, they Cinemax. did. Yeah. Yeah. Cinemax. Yes. Hey, bro, go, we'll go with it. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know you spend too much time on the internet when everything you hear, you visualize the meme. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, Alyssi says... I was sold on the awesome setting of Fallout Universe. Or should I read it? Should I read it in, in the nerd voice? Then Fallout 76 just crapped all over it. This is the biggest waste <laughs> of money I've ever recalled spending on a purchase. And I purchased Battlecruiser 3000 AD. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bullet point no story, terrible enemy AI, terrible gunplay, single player engine modified for multiplayer with all Bethesda bugs. Avoid this this game like the plague. <laughs> E.T. the video game had better game systems. <laughs> now, oh. I, I love the reviews where they get asterisked out because they were, they were modded by, by Metacritic. Lone Wanderer 14 says... That's a true piece of shit. <laughs> Not Fallout game. Just vote by your wallet, peoples, and don't buy this shit. Maybe then that greedy Bethesda Corporation will start to respect the Fallout fans and the players because for now they have us in their asses and everything they want. <laughs> so we are cash. I'm not sure what that means, Jeez. but it was awfully fun to read. <laughs> Uh, you guys smell that smell? We're in Bethesda's ass, I guess. <laughs> We're the gerbils to Bethesda. <laughs> oh, my 
<laughs> the worst thing about it is, man, is they took a franchise that that is just absolutely adored by a lot of people. Yes. And so the next time they want to release another Fallout, this is the first thing on their mind. It's yeah. like, should I buy this or are we just going to get deep dicked on this one? Yeah. You know, you bring up an excellent point. You know, they, it seems like they took advantage of the name and moved on. Because I asked uh, Mary the other day, if this was badged a different name besides Fallout, would this still be a good game? And I don't remember her answer, but my point being was, if this wasn't a Fallout, would this game have sold as well? Would it have had as much hype? You know, with the issues it's been having the way it plays, you know, so I was was thinking is like, is the Fallout brand that powerful that they can just go, hey, new Fallout game and everyone freaks out. Hey, I got to get it. I I remember that. I did say that I would have bought it if it even if it didn't, because the promise of the large world exploration and shooter mechanics with with in a multiplayer platform with friends was awesome and what i love to do in in like a post-apocalyptic world even if it wasn't fallout so but the thing was is that i can't even play the game i'm getting really really frustrated so i'm just like throwing my hands in the air like why are you making it hard for me to even like you game that's the thing it's just (laughs) this next one's a good one this is by uh lucen Two minutes ago, I registered a Metacritic account just to shit on this shell of a game. <laughs> it, it have no substance, empty as hell, and, to, and the control feels like it was made by Digital Homicide. The graphics look ho- ho- horrific. Wow. Horrifyingly horrible. Horrifyingly horrible compared to every 2018 game that is made by other, quote, big companies. And the server crash on a daily basis. Bethesda is clearly milking this game so that they can have enough budget for Fallout 5. Don't buy this game. And then he edits it and says, And enough with this. Everyone has their own opinion, BS. There's a clear difference (laughs) between opinions and facts. The fact that Bethesda made a half-made bug-rendered game is just pathetic. It is just getting old that people are still super defensive towards Bethesda and their quality games, quote, unquote, after they all these years with little or no change and in the counter of the, quote, I enjoy this game with many years (laughs) with little or many years with friends friends. statement. Well, no fucking shit, you dipshit. (laughs) Anything can be fun with friends. (laughs) Even watching Boku no Pika was fun with friends. But but should anyone watch a child gay porn just because it is fun with friends? Hell nah. (laughs) (laughs) Script everything good out of Fallout franchise and expecting people to like it. Well, that 80% sales drop is is the direct shit. Or direct fuck you is the direct fuck yeah. you. I gotta elaborate because they're all asterisks. Is, is <laughs> that eighty percent drop in sales is a direct fuck you to reduce Beth from Bethesda's fans? And I am glad that big company finally gets punished for their shitty actions. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, <sighs> uh, then, uh, I got a couple more. That one, that one probably tops the cake. But uh, mm. uh, let's see. And, and Pelly ninety two says, "Let's be honest. It, it uh, if this didn't have a Fallout title on it, nobody would pay sixty dollars for it. Nobody even uh, took a second glance at it. It's only because it's related to Fallout and Bethesda, and some people even play it. Those of you who do are supporting terrible games, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> you are making that's the video. Very, that that's very mean." way of how i was trying to approach it <laughs> yeah, I you know. know i mean with it. 
You should feel ashamed of yourselves. You are making the video game industry what it is today. A monetizing early access glitch bug ridden. Do it just to get it done. Royally misguided sack of horse manure industry. Congrats, you ruined it for everyone else. <laughs> We're the problem, you <laughs> oh my god, these are so fucking funny. I literally read a couple lines and copy and pasted these, and this is the first time I'm reading them in their entirety. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got two more. Chris the Crusade says, Wow, what an absolute piece of garbage. I love the Fallout universe. This game should be scrapped. Clunky, non-mappable controls. You literally grenade or melee yourself <laughs> opponent based on how long you hold alt. <laughs> Horribly dark, ugly, buggy graphics, game-breaking quest bugs. I'm stuck in a bug in the main quest at level 15. I installed it. I was so frustrated. Don't buy. <laughs> <laughs> stuck in a bug. Hold on. You have to use alt for an actual control? Yeah. yeah. You, you tap alt to melee and you hold alt to throw a grenade so his his and, complaint is you can't, purely valid you can't you can't re remap that to be honest i never tried but my f number one and very first complaint i made about the game is that it it was very console portish trey says you can remap it yeah you should but who, who would ever think of a default using the alt <laughs> You fault anything unless this it's is, like uh... some fucking something weird. I mean, that sounds like um, good God, Edie, you hit it right on the head, nail in the head. That's <laughs> console port territory. Mm -hmm. and here, here's the here's the final one. It says uh, by Eli King, for the Lord's sake. They made it for the new generation of kids, not for core adults. Bright colors, balloons, party hats, friends play, setting off nuclear bombs, shooting stuff, building stuff, silly microtransactions. It's a game for kids. Bethesda <laughs> want to capitalize on the new, broader, younger, naive, shadow cash pot of kids, as well as hoping to get to take some of the older generation. It didn't work. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like one of my generation. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I like that person. <laughs> oh, oh not God. all keys. Uh, apparently, only like forty percent of the keys can be remapped in beta. Says Dactyl. So. Oh my lord! So Metacritic had a user score last I looked for Fallout seventy six at like two point five, and even the critic score was like fifty percent, fifty out of a hundred. So wow. the game is getting shit on by everyone. It is just a global tornado of diarrhea on fallout 76 right now well and, and in comparison since we we were battlefield 5 on here as well the user score is only a 3.0 right now and battlefield 5 uh critics is 81 so the critics like it so far the users haven't but I, I don't know. Is, is Metacritic a solid one to go off of, or is no? That it's become a be... thing. It's what they call Metabomb. That's like a thing now. Is people will just okay. get so pissed and like, well, like one of the reviews I just read. They'll register an account just to shit on the game. The very first one, the guy said he didn't even play the game, and then he's you know he's but he's but he's not salty. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking at the battlefield right now and. I see 10, 10, 9, 1, and then 0, 0, 0 for the main page yeah. on the user. Here we so. go. Slash Out says, no Battlefield has felt so much like a COD game than this one. 
Smaller maps, fewer vehicles, focus on gunfight in close quarters, skill gives place to those who first spot others' tactics. You've got it all here. Classes have been changed in a bad way. And then he goes on and rambles and then says, The focus is now on, the focus is now on squad play, which is lame. What? <laughs> what? Oh, that's terrible. Oh, who <laughs> yeah. thought of that? Yeah. Though, I, I, I did forget one big negative, and it probably won't sound like a big deal to you guys, but for me as a Battlefield player, it is they've reduced the squad down to four people. Hmm. It used to be five, and there's some nights where there's only five of us here. <laughs> so we got to split up the squads. Oh. It's kind of a pain in the butt. So, you know, having a higher number in the past and taking it away and having a smaller number it sucks. So would you, would you say though, Delray, that the way the different tactics that they're implementing in battlefield five actually forces you to play as a team versus previous titles. Like I, I noticed when I was playing battlefield, um, that, that, if you were just like a lone wanderer in a group, a lot of times guys go off in all different directions. Like even with the guy giving directions, if they weren't following them, your your team was doing shit. So I was just wondering if Battlefield Five kind of solves that with the way that they changed it up. I won't say it solves it, but I find myself playing better <laughs> one a.m. with the squad. Right. Okay. I'm reading some of these reviews. Oh my god. Kicking it gaming. Anyone who bought this agenda-pushing bullshit is lost, and I'm sorry you condone rewriting history with Wayman. <laughs> W-H-A-M-E-N. It is a video game, but it's the principle of letting them do this shit. Want to add women to a shooter? Do modern warfare? Plenty of women are in the military now. Just know you're all in the wrong and a bunch of goddamn snowflakes. Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact he ends a fucking review with kisses. X's and O's. <laughs> and then here's, a, here's another great one. Oh my god, this one is long. You love Battlefield, right? Zooking, driving a bobcat loaded with C4 into tanks, repair tool, or defib killing bad guys. Well, all that shit is gone, so go fuck yourself. The reason you ask, realism, of course, but wait a minute. <laughs> there weren't any women combatants in World War II, were there? <laughs> I don't know about you, but from what I remember in World War history, there weren't any female black wolf spirit lesbian Nazis filling the ranks of Wurzbat. <laughs> Not only does the game fail as a history lesson, it also sucks as a shooter. Bad guys are hard to pick off in the background, and shooting sucks. Map design is subpar. Vehicles, except for the planes, handle like dog shit. Walking and running feels sluggish. And to top this off, to top off this shit sandwich, the game is unfinished and buggy as hell. Don't buy this game for your wallet's sake. If you want to try and get to the EA Premier Access for a month and test it out like I did, you and your bank account will thank me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, bye. Well, my work here is done. I'm headed back to the Battlefield 4 where the fun still lives on. <laughs> Six out of ten people thought that was helpful. <laughs> what's, what's funny about... The, now Battlefield 4 is like the gold standard, and when that <laughs> launched, oh my god, you talk, you, know, you, I think anybody who has listened to more than a few of these podcasts know how I felt about Battlefield 4. Oh yeah, the Swedish cunts comment, do I have to bring it up again for like the fourth time? 
<laughs> I saved that screenshot for prosperity where Nuke Rage quit Battlefield 4 on Xbox 360. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of Russian reviews in here. Like, you can't even read what they're saying, but they have, like, very helpful reviews, apparently. Russia loves Metacritic, apparently. <laughs> even if we completely disregard the holier-than-thou SJW controversy surrounding the game's pre-release that is stupid, made it a stupid way, single-player is a straight-up shameful. It is... It is... It's constant, and I mean completely, non-stop, historical inaccuracies, dumb design decisions, and ham-handiness? <laughs> what does ham-handiness mean? <laughs> it tries I don't know, but I like ham. <laughs> you have my attention now. It tries virtually <laughs> nothing new from the Battlefield 1 formula, and instead does the best to surround you with Hollywood quote-unquote immersion then immediately <laughs> shoots itself in the foot by giving you weapons that never existed until later in history, fighting enemies that weren't actually there, and, a th and in a theater you're playing to accomplish an objective that wasn't accomplished until three years later of the actual war. I don't expect Battlefield to be one-on-one -on -one realism, and never have, but <laughs> you could have fooled me. <laughs> but this is so far the opposite direction that feels like satire. Multiplayer's a joke. I've hated Battlefield Formula since Bad Company 2. But yet here I am, buying the game and leaving reviews for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Is the this... enemy within. <laughs> Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. End all reviews with kisses. Yes, I'm going to start doing that. Every review I end is going to end in kisses. <laughs> Yeah, next, next time you ban someone, you need it. Oh, good idea, good idea. Kisses, you're banned. Get the fuck out of here! Kisses! <laughs> There's three, 392 positives, 67 mixed, and 1,098 negative scores for Battlefield Five. <laughs> I can get really happy. I think you're one of the hardcore gamers who played the previous Battlefields don't like Battlefield Five, but I see where they're going with it. So they're trying to make squad play more a thing so that you're not just running off on your own. And so they make everyone dependent on each other. Like your squad members can res you. They don't necessarily have to be a medic to do so. Although medics from other squads can still res anyone. Um, you know, ammo is a bit more scarce. So you need your su support guy to give you ammo to be able to push, you know, in far. And, and so I get why they do that. But, I mean, if you're trying to pass a history exam with Battlefield 2, I mean, you're going to be greatly disappointed. Hey, listen. Mm, pretty much. It's Oprah, everybody. You guys are you guys are starting to trigger me, so but no, I think it's honestly in my opinion <laughs> bad he's in my opinion it's one of the best it's one of the best battlefield safe kind of within a long time. It has a lot of work to do, but but yeah. uh, uh, see is one of those that's kinda liked it from the beginning where I it's taken me time to like it. So him and I of kind of, we don't always agree on some of the things, but you know, but we still, and, and, that, and here's the thing. I'm right in the end, is what you're <laughs> right, saying. But, but the thing is, is that though, have you known or still when it's me, you, Nate Court, and who Zito's or Dactyl, whoever else is here with us, whoever it is, we actually do have good rounds when we actually do stick together. We do, you know, whether even if we split up two and two, we we always kick seem to kick butt for the most part, you know, and like today we had two great rounds before we came into here is because we stuck 
together and worked as a team, as a squad, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was a lot of fun, you know. So that's I think a lot of times where a lot of people don't like it is if they don't have a good group of friends to play with, then you go in with uh, puppers. Yeah, or randos, whatever you want to call them. Um, then you may not have a good time. Because I know I don't. When I hop in by myself, I try to go in a group. I don't have nearly as much fun as if I did it with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. So that does make, and that's true for really any game. But I mean, it just, that's now that I'm actually unlocking weapons I enjoy to, to use and having someone in like Nacor and Oprey and Dactyl and others, it, it's, you know, that know what they're doing, know what they're supposed to do. And it's like, Hey, this can actually be fun. You know? So it, it's, it's just, it's like, you know, you got to get past the sourness that you get because with battlefield, your experience one day, is freaking awesome. You go sit down the following day and it, you think it's the shittiest game you ever played. And then the next time you sit down, it's an awesome game. You know, it's like a sine wave with this, with the series, you know? So, um, in Battlefield Five, no, no different. What's that? I was told there being no math. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it, <laughs> you know, and uh, I do miss playing Battlefield One. I do want to play it again, but um, Five is getting there. It really is, and and uh, but Oprey is really, really good. By the way, he's uh, he's a very, very good shooter. But Do you really believe your own hype that much? I am the hype! <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing I'll say between Battlefield 1, which is the latest past release, and then Battlefield 5, is that what I found at release is that Battlefield 5 has more content than Battlefield 1 did, more guns than Battlefield 1 did, more customizations, force-head guns than Battlefield 1. And then the maps as well, although they're really big in Battlefield 5, there's a lot more to them. In Battlefield 1, I found some of the maps, especially like the um, Arabian maps, were really spread out and a lot of open space between them and, and um, where Battlefield 5 has more interesting features between different points, even on really big maps. Well, uh, Southlake sent me a message that said that uh, in an earlier discussion, we were talking about lack of ammo and that, and, and said that once you cap an objective, then you can build depots. And <clears throat> I understand that, the, the, in my opinion, the problem is having to force those mechanics in the game to get people to play the objective. I would rather the game be like Battlefield 4, where you can either play the objective and win, or not and lose. <laughs> Instead of forcing people to have to play the objective. Well, I, no, and here's the thing. No, you don't have to build any of those things to do that. If you don't build it, you don't get it, and guess what? You don't have that option to get that extra ammo. That that's not You're not being forced. No, and but, typically your, your team members will build said things, and you don't necessarily need to be resupplied by a squad mate. You can go to those uh, supply depots and get ammo that way too. But for vehicles, like in Battlefield, there's always been that instance where people were sitting in the back of spawn somewhere with a vehicle just shooting on a point forever, and you can never kill them, never get rid of them. Now they actually have ammo that they have to drive the vehicle over to a supply depot to refill that ammo so they just can't be like an invincible target that's not participating and just trying to get killed. Um, so those type of things are really cool, but it doesn't force, it doesn't necessarily force you to play together. You can still do okay on your own, but it, it definitely, um, has more synergy if you play with a squad than if you just try to play on your own. Okay. I think it doesn't, it doesn't in a good way. 
And the revive mechanic is really good because um, it does take a while to revive a teammate unless you are a medic. Medic gets a speed bonus, um, but you can still resurrect your squad. And I think that's a good thing too because the defibrillators in Battlefield 4, like as a medic, you revive like 10 people in three seconds. Mm. Uh, What's wrong with that? Battlefield 5 is like that. <laughs> That's how it happened in the real world. That. Revive over and over and over and over again. Yeah. What, if I, what if I'm the one that made all those shot, those kills, and then they go whoop, deny? I mean, well, no, you still get the kill, which is you still get the points, right? But um, yeah, I'd be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was sitting there and someone was driving someone over and over again, I just kept shooting them and getting like 300 kills around. Sure, that'd be like I'd be okay with that. But <laughs> it, it breaks like when when a team's trying to push a point, right? And the defending team has a whole lot of medics are just constantly responding to everyone over and over again, regardless of how many nades you throw at them or how much ammo you put down range. At least now you can actually push and kill and squad wipe easier mm-hmm. and actually feel like you're achieving something. Right. So it's not just a stalemate res train like on uh, yeah, exactly. like BF3. <laughs> or if you got a well, guy, you can 24 7 metro servers. They fixed that on Battlefield 1, anyways. You're, if you got sh- killed and you got revived and you got killed within a certain amount of time, you, you, that was it. You're done. You're at, you're at the spawn screen again. So they actually took care of that in Battlefield 1 compared to 4. Yeah, I'm not sure if the how about the mechanic was like in one. I can't remember. But for five, they the mechanic is slower. So you put your so to revive a teammate, you put yourself out in the open. So you have to make a, like a smart decision if you're going to revive them or not. There's many times where I'm laughing over top of Delray's body, killing him and not resing him because <laughs> it'd be instant suicide if I did. But he's a good sport about it, so it's fine. <laughs> Body block me. <laughs> and the other thing that's big different that you might remember, uh, Nuke, is like in Battlefield 4, you could drop a crate of health, and, and just anyone who was around a certain radius, you would get health. Battlefield 1 is like that too. Crates are not the best, depending on the player, the other players, because now when you drop a crate, the individual has to go interact with that crate. They have to go up to it and hit E to pick up the health. You can't right. stand next to it now. So now the packs that you throw are more useful this time because the per, the other player doesn't need to interact to actually get health now. Hey, so, they're, they're showing they're showing the uh, they're showing the the state of the times, right? With the fact the Me Too movie, you can't ammo rape someone anymore. They have to interact with the crate themselves. You can't just force ammo into their pockets. Is that really why? <laughs> no. Wow. Because I know I was tossing but, out ammo and. But again, I mean that's a good change too, because you know back in Battlefield Four, I remember like Meg, you just put a line of a line of people firing on enemies. You put a bunch of crates behind them, and they'd be almost invincible. Right. Um, now they actually have to turn and, and interact, and then the crate actually depletes over time, um, mm-hmm. and then you have a timer on how many crate the next, the next crate that you can put down. So it, it eliminates a little bit of that. I find Battlefield Five is more competitive than any other Battlefield in existence because of some of these little small changes. All right, so less spamming of, of the health kits and the ammo packets type of thing. Yeah, reviving takes longer. Right. Uh, you can kill people faster. If you have a decent aim, headshots matter. Mm-hmm. Now accuracy is, is back. We're about to feel one accuracy was kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, more guns, more customizations. I mean, there's a, a more interesting maps. No, pre- no premium freaking content. Nice. Not splitting the install base, uh, you know, player base. It's a, a, a huge improvement over over Battlefield One. Uh, I think up there with Battlefield Four, and it, I think it will improve in a World War II setting. Hmm. And it's one of my favorite Battlefields right now. Oh. 
Well, you heard it here first. Canadians hey, love hey. Battlefield Five. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, the maple syrup. Yeah, they just sugarcoat it with maple syrup. Yeah, with maple syrup. <laughs> All right, I think we should wrap it up. We're at two hours at raw yes. data. We're done. Good luck editing that. Yeah. It's a well, Christmas I'm not going special. to. I'm going to compress it and just do it live. <laughs> do it live. Do it live. <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to thank my hosts, you know, Nukwakoog, Nubs, aka Not Punny, Delray, and the latecomer, Oprey. I'd like to thank everybody who sat in and listened with us today in our Discord server. And uh, we, if we don't uh, see you, well, we'll see you in January. So everyone have a, a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your presents, your secret Santa-ness. Try to take some time off and game and relax. Recharge for the new year. And uh, Absolutely. kisses. <laughs> kisses for Trey. Kisses. kisses. <laughs> I'm using that. One. That's not gonna be my thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be your thing for a while. Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, thanks a lot. We'll we'll see you next Bye. time. Bye. See you. Yeah!